Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just going to touch on the Dolphins. Now we haven't spoken about their squad as a whole for quite some time. We've sort of spoken in bits and pieces about signings as they pop up. Uh, But I just want to touch on the squad as a whole and where they're going. And look, uh, is it going as well as I thought it would? No, it's not. I thought by now they would have a marquee name. I thought we'd have a bright light, uh, shining star in the NRL uh, that would be up at the pedestal in the face of the Dolphins. We don't really have that at the moment. We've got some handy players. Uh, we've got some journeymen with a heap of ability that potentially Wayne could get something out of. We've got we've got a couple of young guns, which I think you really need to keep an eye on. Uh, and we've got a couple of solid first graders who are probably at rep standard, uh, but we don't really have that shining light. If you'd said to me, who's the face of the Dolphins right now? Um, I guess I'd probably say Jesse Bromwich, uh, but I, I I don't know. I mean, it's not really a great... If you said to me, who's the face of the Melbourne Storm right now? Uh, Jesse Bromwich, he might be one of the captains, but... I would when I think Melbourne Storm, realistically nowadays I think Pappy, I think Hughes, I think Munster, I think Grant, I probably think Cheese, uh, and then probably Jesse Bromwich. Despite him being the most experienced guy there, the most successful guy there, he just doesn't have that star power. There's no kids running around in the backyard emulating what Jesse Bromwich does, uh, and that's you know that's nothing against Jesse Bromwich. He's going to play a serious role in this team. But I had hoped that they would have had one real star signing by this point. They don't, uh, which is disappointing. But I think there are a lot of shining lights within the squad that they have got. So there's a couple of guys I just want to talk about. Some of them I've spoken about previously, so I don't have to go too um, in-depth on them. But there are a few that I haven't spoken about a heap. Um, I think we'll start off with the experience. And I think they've done really well here, putting together a really experienced forward pack. You've obviously got... The guys from the Melbourne Storm, uh, Kenny Bromwich, Jesse Bromwich, Felice Cafusi, that fills your back row. Uh, that also fills one of your front rowers and probably your captain of the club at the moment in Jesse Bromwich. Uh, I love the experience they bring. If you were going to sign experienced heads from somewhere, there was there is nowhere I'd rather you sign them from than from the Melbourne Storm. They can bring a part of that culture. They won't be able to emulate it, but they can bring little bits and pieces up to the Dolphins, which I think will uh, be a huge benefit for the entire system, the entire franchise. 
Uh, you've also got two other guys, Marky Nichols, who has worked with Wayne Bennett before. He played his best footy under Wayne, in my opinion. Uh, we know that Wayne will get the very best out of him as well. He's a good guy, Mark, Mikkel, Mark Nichols. He's liked by just about every team he's ever been in. He's also a guy that had to go the hard way around in rugby league. It didn't come to him easy. Um, he sort of established himself as a regular first grader now, uh, but he was around for a long time down in Canberra. I think he spent some time in the Melbourne system, then popped up at South Sydney, and under Wayne Bennett sort of made the very best out of what was left in his career. He's now going to finish it at the Dolphins. So the Mark Nichols signing, I like it. Uh, there'll be a lot of young kids that'll probably get a fair bit of money to go to the Dolphins, and I think it'll be good to have a guy like Mark Nichols who had to go the hard way round uh, to, to teach them about what that's like and it's just to show them how lucky they are to be in their position they're in. Jared Wallace comes from the Gold Coast Titans just up the road, obviously a Queensland origin player of the past. I like this signing. He's a handy little ball player. He's tough. Uh, he's not afraid to talk either in media and whatnot, so he'll be a good guy to have in the system as well. So those five, five, five guys they've got there for experience, I really like all five of those signings. I think they're all good. Um, are any of them out and out superstars? Probably not. Uh, Kenny Bromwich and Felice Cafusi, I would still say they're up there with the best second rowers in rugby league. They don't have huge upside, but they are solid as all hell. One thing you know is that no matter what, the Dolphins will be competitive. With a forward pack like that, they will be competitive. They will not be completely pushed over. They will be competitive in games. They might not win every game, but they will be competitive. And the young guys that come into this system, which there will be a heap of, they're going to learn from some of the most experienced guys in rugby league. So I do like these moves. If you compare them with a real out-and-out superstar, whether it be a Munster or one of these guys, I, I really do like it. Now, other guys in the squad I want to touch on. There's guys that have sort of been journeymen so far in their career. I guess you could describe them as guys that they, they obviously have ability, but they probably haven't shown it consistently a, enough to really become first-grade stars. I'm talking about a guy like Jermaine Asako, Robert Jennings, Edric Lee, these three guys, journeymen, they've been around a couple of clubs. Um, they've shown little flashes of brilliance. We've seen Isako win a handful of games off his boot and by scoring tries, he's done excellent things, but he also has a lot of shit in his game that he needs to sort out. He's been through a lot over the last 18 months or so, Jermaine Asako, with the passing of his family. He has uh, the passing of his father, sorry. Uh, he has worked with Wayne Bennett in the past, uh, so I do like that one. Robert Jennings, he, he's a reasonably young guy. He's not as young as what you probably expect, but I like Robert Jennings. I think he's got a lot of ability. Probably needs a coach like Wayne Bennett. He probably needs to be able to get constant first-grade experience, which is where Isako, Jennings, and Edric Lee sort of been in and out of first-grade, and it's hard to really develop yourself when you're in and out. I think they will be part of this back or when they get opportunities. I think they'll be long-term opportunities. And Edric Lee, you've got to remember, he was playing Queensland Origin a couple of years ago. Yes, it was 2020. Uh, yes, there are a lot of guys missing. I understand that. But he played pretty well in that Origin series. I thought he was good. Scored a really important try in that one. And under Wayne Bennett, I thought he played some good footy there. Then we've got a guy like Ray Stone. Now, Ray Stone's obviously not a journeyman. Uh, he comes from the Parramatta Eels. I really like him coming off an injury for next season. So that's going to be tough for him. But I just love the hard-nosed edge that he brings. I probably would have Ray Stone, despite him not playing a heap of first first grade games, I can already tell that on the first day of training, he's not going to be a guy hanging with Isako, Jennings, Lee. He's going to be a guy that's going to be hanging with K-Brom, J-Brom, Kafusi, Wallace, these sort of guys. He's a young guy, but he's got an experienced head on his shoulder. He, he, he's got a lot between his ears. He's a tough-as-all-hell little bastard. So I like the Ray Stone signing. I think it would be really good for them. I think he's a 13. I don't think he's a 9, but they have signed Jeremy Marshall King, which is another signing that I really, really like. So it looks like uh, you'll see Ray Stone playing the 13 jersey or come off the bench, either or, I'd be happy to. Yeah, I like having a smaller guy on my team, like an Appy, like a Reuben Cotter, who just snaps defensively and he hits hard. So I like that signing. 
Branko Lee, I mean, he was picked to play Queensland Origin the same year as Edric was, played right centre, was picked for game one, was injured, um, and then game three was available, and Wayne stuck with him. He said, yep, you were going to be there game one. I'm going to bring you back in here. Won a premiership with Melbourne. He's been a journeyman. We had him on the podcast. Champion fellow. We absolutely love Branko. We have for a very long time. Another guy that hasn't done it easy. He's been to four or five different clubs. What's he been? Canberra, Canterbury, Gold Coast, Melbourne, Brisbane. This will be his sixth club, the Dolphins. So pretty crazy how many clubs he has been through and the shit that uh, Branko Lee has seen, especially when he came through as an absolute superstar. I remember watching him play 5-8 at school Carnival alongside Ash Taylor, and he was probably as big now, um, as he, he was as big then as he is now, Branko. Uh, so great to see him given another opportunity, another guy that I think under Wayne, they really can get something out of. And his games that he's played for Brisbane this year, he's looked pretty damn good. Won the Premiership in 2020, played Origin, held his own there, uh, was injured all of 21. 2021. Injuries are going to be probably what holds Branko back out of everything. Uh, but hopefully he can put together a solid season for the Dolphins in their inaugural season. Uh, other guys I want to touch on. We mentioned Jeremy Marshall King briefly. I think he's a really good nine. Obviously, Wayne Bennett, he has a bit of experience with Benji Marshall. They worked together at South Sydney. They worked together at the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, so there is a bit of history there, and he always seemed to get the best out of Benji, I thought, especially last year at South Sydney. To bring his younger brother, Jeremy Marshall King, to the club, I think it's a really good opportunity. Uh, I said at the start of the season, JMK, uh, I don't think many people would have had him in their top 15 hookers in the NRL, realistically, at the start of this year. He came out and said, I want to be in the top five hookers. Everyone pizzled him. Everyone laughed at him. Fucking People sharing it on Twitter, social media, absolute fucking cowards. It was bullshit. I love a guy that comes out and says, I want to be the best. And why the hell wouldn't he want to be the best? And now I'll tell you what, he might not be a top five hooker, but fuck, he's backed it up this year. I think you'd be brave to say on form he hasn't been a top 10 hooker in rugby league this year, which is a great achievement for Jeremy Marshall King. Obviously at Canterbury, uh, they've got Reid Marnie arriving next year, so there wouldn't have been a spot for him in the side next season. So he goes up to the Dolphins, gets to work under Wayne Bennett. I think this is a really good value signing. The money you'll sign for JMK compared to the money you know Canterbury would have signed Reid Marnie for, I reckon you get very, very good value out of Jeremy Marshall King. And that's... You know, that's also, you got to remember, he's never had a good coach, realistically, at Canterbury. It's always been a fucking shit show. He started as a halfback 5'8", moved into the hooker role. He's now learnt that role. He now understands it. You can see his ruck recognition. He's getting better each and every week. I think under Wayne Bennett, he really could be anything. But we know what Wayne Bennett and the way that he works. Hookers, they are really just uh, pass and deliver guys. But... Uh, he's always had star half and 5.8s in his side, whether it be Adam Reynolds, Cody Walker, Ben Hunt, Milford, etc., etc. you name it, Wayne Bennett's had them. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he doesn't have a superstar half or 5.8 at the moment. Sean O'Sullivan's probably the best choice at halfback, so you would assume that that would mean that Wayne Bennett maybe has to change up his game a little bit and, and let Jeremy Marshall King run a little bit more, which he hasn't done in the past with guys like Damian Cook, Andrew McCulloch, etc., Dean Young. A lot of these guys weren't really running nines. They more so uh, were pass off the deck and let your halves do their work. So I like the Marshall King signing, though. I think it's really good value. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Another guy that I think is great value, I think he's very underrated, and I actually mentioned on the Bloke in a Bar podcast the other day that there should be a number of clubs trying to sign this guy. I actually completely forgot that he'd signed with the Dolphins, so thank you for everyone that sent me in those messages reminding me. Conley Lumelu. Now, I've been a huge fan of him for quite some time. I remember sitting at Origin a few weeks ago, and when Nano went down injured, I leaned over to Timmy Williams and I said, hey... This might give uh, Lume Lu an opportunity to come in. He was a centre wing. He's turned himself into a back rower. I really, really like him. I always have. Um, you saw what he did the other day to Ben Hunt. Scored a track, cracking try at the end of the game. I understand that. Palm Ben Hunt off. A really solid defender. Uh, made him look silly. Ran about 40 or 50 metres to score. Scored another try against Manly the other night. Personally, I think this guy could be anything. He kind of reminds me of another signing that they've got, who I think is an absolute gun. Now, you and Aitken. Uh, now, I'm not sure where these two are going to fit in the side. You might see you and Aiken return to his centre spot next year. You've obviously got Kenny Bromwich and Felice Gafusi. For me, both of these guys have to start. You might play Kenny Bromwich at 13, but I'm not sure. I think you can probably do better than K Brom at 13, realistically. So I'm not sure where you see Aiken and Lume Lu fit, but I think that Connolly, the, his future lies in the back row, realistically. I think he can be really effective there, and I think that as you see, Kafusi and um, and Kbrom get a little bit older. I think these could be the two guys that could slide in there, Aitken and Conley Lume. Though I think they're going to be um, the new sort of standard or the new sort of uh, body shape that you want your back rowers to be. You want them to be able to handle themselves out in the CTW, but you want them to be defensively strong, which these two are. You and Aitken, I would argue, right now, when you consider the age he's at and the way that he's playing, I would say he's probably the best signing they've got at the moment all round. Obviously, the experienced guys like Jesse Bromwich, they bring a lot more, but just the the age Aiken is that to get him at the moment that they have with the future he's still got ahead of him. I really like that signing. So you and Aiken, I don't know if he plays in the back row or out in the centres. You'd probably have to think he'd play in the centres simply because you're going to play Kafusi and Kbrom. You can't really play them anywhere else. So you'd have to think that Aiken maybe shifts back out into the centres, which realistically I don't mind. He's one of the best defensive centres in rugby league. He's just been playing in the back row for the last 18 months or so. Now let's talk about a couple of young guys. Now the first one is Isaiah Katoa. Uh, we've spoken about him a lot. You guys know all about him. Uh, he was in the Tongan squad on the weekend, didn't get to play. I personally think the Tongans should have blooded him on the weekend to give him a shot. He was the player of the SG ball this year for the Penrith Panthers, uh, was instrumental in their comeback victory. I think they were down 20 nil at halftime against the Roosters, a star-studded Roosters, by the way, in the SG ball grand final. They ended up winning that one 22 to 20s, 5-8, kicked off on the sideline to win it. But Katoa was pretty instrumental throughout that grand final. Got the player of the SG ball. Uh, we know for a fact that he, well, he, he, he attends Barker, uh, college in Sydney, so he's playing rugby union at the moment, but Wayne Bennett, he saw some highlights of him, organised to have a Zoom meeting with him, I know this all for, for sure through his management, sat down with Isaiah Katoa for 20 minutes or so uh, and got off the that Zoom call and sort of said to Peter O'Sullivan, go and watch him if you think he can play, uh, make sure you go and sign him, and I think it was round one or round two, he played the Melbourne Thunderbolts, I think they're called, in the SG ball, absolutely carved them to fucking pieces uh, and I think that was the day that Peter O'Sullivan made the decision to sign him He's the younger brother of Sione Katoa from the Canterbury Bulldogs, who's not playing this year. He's up in Brisbane, I believe. Uh, so we wish him all the very best. But Isaiah, he is the real deal. And I think his personality, uh, I, I think Wayne Bennett, after this many years in first grade rugby league, I think he can tell good eggs apart from bad eggs. And to say to Peter O'Sullivan to sign this kid without ever watching him play with his own eyes, just talking to him and seeing a couple of highlights, says a lot about this kid. I'm a big believer in him. Uh, I've been talking about him for a while. You notice the Daily Telegraph the other day, they 
released their top 50 players under 18 to watch. Guess who number one out of the 50 was? Isaiah Katoa, the guy we've been talking about for a while. This kid is the real deal. I think he's going to be a real star. It is going to take time. Personally, I think they need to go out and get an experienced half to play alongside him or at least for him to learn off. Uh, You see what's happening up there at the Titans at the moment. They've gone out and got Foz, which will be great for Toby Sexton and Tommy Weaver, the 5'8 for the Blues that you saw the other night. So I think the Dolphins, they need to find an experienced guy. Sean O'Sullivan, he'll be handy to have in your team, but I want a more experienced head that's played 150, 200 first-grade games to be able to guide Isaiah Katoa through this early part of his career. Now the other one. And this is someone that I really haven't spoken too much about. I really haven't spoken about him at all, to be honest with you. And a lot of people that follow the Queensland Cup will be well and truly aware of him. And I highly advise that you start to sit up and take notice of him because I think he's got huge potential to explode in the NRL next year. I've watched him play two games um, in the Queensland Cup, but uh, looking at the three games he's played, it's been exceptional. Now, this is probably... I think this was the first guy they signed in the very early pieces, the Dolphins. They signed him from Rugby Union. Um, I think it was like Club Rugby over there. Brought him to the Dolphins. He's been playing Queensland Club for Redcliffe this year. I think he might have started in like Brisbane Rugby League and now he's made his way into the Q Cup uh, because he hadn't played league before, I believe. So a big change for Valence Tifare. Valence Tifare, I believe that's how it's pronounced. I've only been able to find one commentator that actually says his name. I believe it is pronounced Tifare. It is T-E-W-H-A-R-E. Now this guy, Valence, as I said, hasn't played league before. He's only started the last few weeks. He's 182 centimetres, uh, 108 kilos. He's 21 years old, and he is a centre. Yeah, so 108 kilos for a centre. Pretty big boy. If I had to describe him as someone, I would describe him as Conrad Harrell. Very, very similar. He's played three games in Queensland Cup. He's scored five tries. He's had 35 tackle breaks and seven line breaks and one try assist. He's had 35 tackle breaks, and he's touched the ball 34 times. That is fucking incredible. He's made 30 tackles and missed two across his three games, and his average running meter is 179 run meters per game, which is unbelievable. His average fantasy score has been 70, which is crazy just looking at his stats. But played his first game against the Jets. They won that one in a big win, 54 nil. He scored two tries, had three line breaks, had 14 tackle breaks. Uh, his second game was against the Cutters. They won that one 34-32. Uh, he played 71 minutes, scored two tries, had three line breaks again, and broke 13 tackles, which is pretty insane for a centre. Crazy. And then his third game, they had a 24-all draw uh, with the Capras. He scored one try and had eight tackle breaks. So... Pretty fucking impressive. I mean, yes, the first game, 54-0, two tries, whatever. 14 tackle breaks, three line breaks. Exceptional. That's great. The next two games were close ones, 32-34, 24-all. They were games that were in the balance, and he came up with, what, 21 tackle breaks in those two games? For me, this is a guy you really need to keep an eye on. I hadn't really seen anything of him when he signed. That's why I didn't really make a big deal of it. But since watching him over the last few weeks play Queensland Cup, he has been fucking impressive, and he is one that you need to keep an eye on. Valence Tifare, a very, very talented guy who I think will be very similar to Conrad Arell, and I think he will come into the centres for the Dolphins next year. They've got a lot of guys to pick from, a heap of guys to pick from, but I don't know. This guy's got a bit of X factor for him. I highly advise you go and type his name into YouTube, go and have a look at his highlights. 
Valance, V-A-L-Y-N-C-E, Valance, Tafare, T-E-W-H-A-R-E. Go and have a look at his highlights from Queensland Cup. There's a couple from Rugby Union as well. Uh, a guy that is really worth having a look at. He could be a huge X factor for the Dolphins in their inaugural season. Still very excited about the Dolphins. I still want to see them come up with that really big fish that just breaks it open and all of a sudden makes you sit back and go, fuck, this team could be the real deal. At the moment, bit of experience, some young guns, journeymen, handy players that Wayne is going to get a little bit more out of than what most coaches would. But these guys are the cake. You need the icing on the cake. You really do need that superstar to sign with this club and take them to that next level. Whether it's a Reese Walsh, I probably wouldn't put him in the absolute superstar category. But you want a guy like a Cam Munster. He's the guy they have to try and get here. Very interesting to see how it does play out for the Dolphins. But I'm happy with how it's going at the moment. It could be better, no doubt about it. But I don't think it's a complete and utter train wreck as it stands. A lot of shining lights in there. A lot of guys that I really like. But they need to start drawing in some really big guns over the next few months. Just thought I'd go through it all for you guys. I've spoken in bits and pieces about it over the last few months. But I just thought we'd put it in one podcast, one place. Tell you about the guys that I like at the moment. And give you a little warning about Isaiah Katoa and Tafare as well. Two guys that I think could have a really big impact on this franchise. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 